Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut. Hey, welcome to the Steven Crypto Show, presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo, episode 41 now. 41, right? motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had, I had to get my first motherfucker in. I figured I'd get one or two in. You know what I noticed? Remember we were talking about like making fart jokes? We haven't been doing that. Does that mean we've grown up? Are, no. we be- are we becoming adults? No. no, no, we're just slacking. <laughs> That's funny. But hey, hopefully you guys have been coming back and slacking with us. And if you have been, maybe you could head over to our Buy Me a Coffee page, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto, and uh, contribute to your favorite slackers uh podcast the steven crypto show check it out everything comes to help us and go ahead oh i'm just adding to what you're saying that's all Um, he's like you're you're not yeah yeah he's like my hype man over here yeah right right yeah yeah okay if you're not tired of the fart jokes then (laughs) throw us a bucket (laughs) okay well so we've grown up this is the new mature (laughs) steven crypto show don't lie to them no, sorry. Um <laughs> I'm bullshitting, but the buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. Everything you guys contribute there really does help improve the show and it helps us promote the show and it helps us this it just helps the show. <laughs> we you know, we one of them things you have no budget, so every little bit helps. And it's much appreciated. We love you guys for, for everybody who's contributed. We love you guys for doing it and helping out. Even just sharing. Just share the show on social media. That even helps. Yeah. You, know I mean? you, you don't, don't even have to contribute yourself. But if yeah. you can just share the link for other people to contribute, we appreciate you for that. Just, you know? just share the show. Tell your friends about the show. Be like, I know these two slackers that make fart jokes and talk about scary stuff. And, I think, and not just scary stuff. Let's not limit not us. We love the horror. We we love the the spooky stuff, but uh, you know, we we like to to have a wide umbrella. So don't oh, I I don't want the the horror tag to scare anyone away. No, you're right. You're right. We we do try to keep it under the. We we, we promote fandoms and creators and you know artists, writers, filmmakers, whatever. Uh, Anybody who likes to have fun and keep it nerdy like us, but like I say, we do lean lean towards horror, which um just getting to be a, a good time of year to to really do that with you know Halloween and everything coming. And my favorite convention of the year is coming up is uh, Crypticon. We're gonna yeah. be at Crypticon, um, bringing a bunch of stickers and pins and all kinds of stuff to uh promote the show and meet some of you people hopefully uh if you if you're coming to crypticon i know that everybody is here in the northwest but if you are coming 
uh, let us know on social media. We'll make it a point to to meet up with you and give you some cool stickers and whatever and say hi. We definitely want to meet you guys. I just picked up a ticket last night. Uh, I'm just going Saturday, but I'm pretty excited to go for the first time. So you've gonna be fun. told yeah. me about Crypticon for years, and I've always had a show or I uh, was out of town or broke or whatever. Always had something going on. So finally, the the uh, you know, everything is aligning. The stars are aligning. The and stars I'm, are aligned. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're excited. Definitely excited. Um, and if you listen to the last episode, you heard we uh, promoted a few of the vendors that are going to be there. A couple artists and uh, a writer and a retailer. And they all sound pretty interesting. Uh, I've known a couple of them a while, but the other ones sound cool and I can't wait to check them out. And there's going to be so many more like uh, our friend, a guest on an earlier episode, our buddy Blackie Shepherd is going to be there. He's going to yep. be there. Um, they just released the uh, their reanimator sequel comic book. Him and Cullen Bunn. If you guys heard uh, a few months back, we talked to those guys about that. That was really cool. Yeah, he's going to be there. Episode. I'm excited to, to see Blackie. It's been a while. Um, so yeah, we last episode we featured a few vendors. This episode we have a really special guest. We have the mangled dick expert from the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, Angela herself from Sleepaway Camp. We have Felissa Rose. A little bit later in the episode, she's going to be on here to chat with us. We recorded the, the interview. About a week and a half ago, so we might have mentioned we'll see you in a couple of weeks, but we're going to see you this week. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm bummed out that I missed this interview, you know, missed this conversation, but I'm going to see her this weekend. So that kind of yes. softens the blow a little bit. She was she was fun to talk to. Uh, busy lady. She's a one of the busiest freaking people in the business. Like, well, we thank her for giving us some of her time. I definitely feel lucky that she did give us the time. Um, all kinds of new, uh, interesting stuff and and little tidbits popping up this week. Like, uh, for the younger, uh, spooky horror viewers, that Sam Raimi produced Nightbooks coming out on Netflix, starring Kristen Ritter. It looks kind of neat for, for, you know, the younger folks that want to, if you want to introduce your kids to some horror or uh, get them ready for the spooky season that's just around the corner, check that out. Uh, they finally announced the date for the Day of the Dead series on Sci-Fi, which is supposed to be an ode to George A. Romero's legendary uh, zombie film and series, you know, Night of Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. And uh, since I mentioned Night of Living Dead, I just kind of want to uh, mention the uh, passing of uh, Marilyn Eastman, who played Helen Cooper on Night of Living Dead. Um, she was late 80s. Um, she'd been in the business for a long time but she was a part of my 
personal favorite all-time favorite horror movie and arguably one of the greatest horror movies ever the original night living dead from Romero. Um, yeah so that's a I bummer saw she, yeah. i saw she posted about that this morning and um I, one thing i was curious about and this is just you know for kind of a, a personal thing for you i know you have a poster with a, a quite a few autographs on it from night of the living dead right yes is she one of them no ah. no i know his thing is she'd been doing uh conventions right up until you know not too long ago yeah but yeah it's a bummer um i mean it, it would have been cool to have met her but it's that's not important it's just uh my yeah. condolences go out to her family and her uh cast you know the co-cast members from night of living dead uh, who here in the show we've gotten to be you know acquainted with a couple of them and they're all really awesome people so it's kind of you know it's a real bummer but i mean yeah coming from the basically the the zombie film that started it all it started it all that's uh quite a a a cool little star up on the chart for you know for her herself and so yeah it's it's a bummer and um we we you know hope uh, hope the best. It's hard to know what to say in situations like this sometimes. But we yeah. hope the best for her family and you know her loved ones and and as you already said, the cast of the of the film and whatnot. So we hope everybody yeah. is doing as as well as you can. Yeah, like I said, I don't personally know her. I've never met her, but to me, that movie is so important to me that it kind of hits you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And not to. Before we bear off too far, uh, the Day of the Dead series comes out on October 15th, which I believe is also the day of the new Venom movie and Halloween Kills. I could be mistaken, but... I don't know if both of those are coming out on the same day. No? One of them, I think, is coming out that day. But I know Venom... Well, it was supposed to be in September. And... Then they moved it back, but I, I, they know about Halloween being out in that month, right. and I don't think they want the two to to compete too much. See, I don't see know? it as really competing though. It's like a it's, comic yeah, book totally movie different. and a horror movie. You know what I totally mean? So. different, but but you know, like sometimes we can't afford to go to two movies, you know, in the theater. I don't know. Sometimes you have to be picky. It's yeah. it's not competing so much as the the genre type. You're right, but that and it's just um, been hard to get people to come out. So like, if you put these yes. two good movies out on the same day, like you're gonna have, somebody's gonna have to choose. Right. That's the thing. If, maybe if you move one a few weeks it out away from the yeah. other, might give it, you know up your chances of doing well on that opening weekend because that's what they're always going for is opening weekend sales. Right. So, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, um, so the, the Michael Myers, actually, you know, Halloween is going to be part of that new, uh, which I think comes out in October as well. Uh, Shutter is putting out that little docuseries of Behind the Monsters. It's like a little mini series of six of the biggest names, and you know, like horror slashers. Um, like I said, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Chucky, who is like your, your jam, Pinhead and Candyman 
which speaking of movies coming out, Candyman comes out this weekend, the same weekend that we're going to be at Crypticon. So going to be a little delay in me seeing that one, um, <laughs> but we'll see it and we'll definitely talk about it. Here. Yeah. So I yeah. won't say too much about Candyman, except we're going to watch it eventually. It looks fun. It looks good. I can say that. <laughs> it looks good, but we are headed to Crypticon this weekend, which is like the premier horror convention here in the Northwest. And it's my personal favorite fandom convention. You know, we go to a ton of them. I go to a lot of conventions. I've gone to a lot over the years and Crypticon always, Crypticon has my heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like ripped yeah. it out and freaking <laughs> threw it at a tree. Like fucking, uh, did you ever see Hatchet? No. Oh, man. no, I haven't. There's like this scene with uh, when uh, I was saying Victor Crowley, the the bad guy in that, speaking of slashers, he like just basically rips a dude's heart out and fucking chucks it at a tree. And I don't know why that makes me <laughs> laugh. But um, I keep going off topic. Anyways, uh, Crypticon, you were talking about weekend. that, and, and I was going to jump in and agree and say that I'm probably going to have the same impression after this weekend is that. You know, out of all the cons that I've been to, I, I might not have been to as many cons as you, but I am already throwing out the prediction of saying this is probably going to top them all. And no offense to all the other ones, nope. because most conventions, they, they try to have a little little bit of something for everyone, which is great. That's that's the idea of getting a, a mixture of of pop culture fanatics all in, under one building. It's great. We love conventions. But when they target one specific genre or like type of fans and and just offer more content of for that genre all under one building or all yeah. under one roof, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> Here's the thing at so, this at this convention at Crypticon, it's usually the most like laid back, you know, like the mo like you you find yourself mingling more with the celebrities and just hanging out and just having a good time everything is so much more personable um like this year it it probably won't be as much with you know covid stuff going on and uh it's you know it's kind of sketchy like i'm honestly i'm nervous about going but you know i'll be masking up and all that stuff Um, i'm i'm a little nervous about it as well but what i what does give me a little bit of relief is looking at the website and noticing that you must show proof of vaccination yeah to to enter when you pay all your tickets i will call you got to show your your vax card which is so you have to show your vax card you still have to wear a mask (laughs) You know, at any time while you're walking around, somebody comes up, some staff member comes up and asks you for your card. You have to be able to show it to them. I, I have a little bit of relief knowing all of that. You know, it's yeah. it's still maybe a little sketchy. Yeah. With the the amount of people in the building, but I I feel like everyone's going to try to do their best to spread out and you know it's not like a concert where we're all shoulder to shoulder trying to look yeah, at no. one Everybody's one gonna... group of people at once you know like we're not all gonna be there trying to hang out with joe bob at the same time yeah you know or or david Naughton or who you know anybody, whoever yeah. yeah everybody everybody's gonna play it smart that's the thing about this show it's it's just uh i feel like 
horror fans are not smarter than other fans, but we have a, a an understanding of of fucking common sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like we we love this stuff, but we don't take it all. We don't let it uh make us act crazy. Like <laughs> you go to yeah. CryptoCon, you go to like Comic Con, like a big Comic Con, there's gonna be you know celebrity lines for like hours, and people are gonna be like piled on top of each other and throwing themselves at you know whatever celebrity is there, and like CryptoCon, it's like you don't have to do that. You just chill and <laughs> yeah. The uh, the line at Seattle Crypticon for Daryl Dixon to meet him was at Comic Con. I mean, insane at Comic Con, yeah, yeah. not Crypticon. Yeah, at Seattle. No, no, no. That's what I said. At Seattle Comic Con. You said Crypticon, but anyways, did I? I yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. Seattle Comic Con. Uh, the line for Daryl Dixon was insane, and I was not willing to wait. You know, and and I think even now, especially with the COVID thing, um. I'm not looking forward to waiting in a long line for someone. So if I see 50 people waiting in line to meet somebody, I'll just wait. It's not. That's the thing about this show. You could just circle back a little bit later. Yeah. You'll find a point yeah, where it's quiet. Yeah, check some other shit out and come back and it'll be fine. You'll find a point where it's quiet. It's like, it's like this whole this scene at CryptoCon. It's like a family and everybody looks out for each other. That's why I'm feeling a little more at ease about going there with everything going on. Mm-hmm. So that's that. But um, besides, you know, there's going to be a ton of vendors, like the few we mentioned last week. Um, a lot of cool celebrity guests, like our guest here on the show this week, Felissa Rose, Sleepaway Camp, you know, from Joe Bob's last drive-in. She's going to be there. Um, a lot of other interesting guests, the Billy Zane, Lisa Wilcox from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5, uh, Terry Kaiser. Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's, which hopefully you've seen that movie. That's a freaking classic. Uh, David Naughton from American Werewolf in London, which is a classic. Um, yeah, one of my favorites for sure. Oh, yeah. And since I bring that up, our friends at Fright Rags just released officially licensed American Werewolf in London collection featuring a, this really cool uh, long sleeve t-shirt featuring art designed by an artist named Kyle Crawford. And they're putting out a, a slaughtered lamb pub glass and a couple of reprints of designs and socks and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. So get them before they disappear back into the moonlight. Ooh, I know I need to go to Fright Rags and get me a few things. I mean... <laughs> Man, if, if you, we've said it before, we're saying it again. If you go to Fright Rags, if you don't find something, we're going to be really surprised. Fright Dash Rags. And we're going to come and talk to you. We're going to say, what is your problem? Yeah. So Fright Dash Rags, they've been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. They offer a wide range of products for your favorite creature features, slash flicks, and cult classics. Classics and collections include... <laughs> John Carpenter's Halloween, Universal Monsters, Night of the Living Dead, Creepshow, Twin Peaks, Evil Dead, so many more. All officially licensed and available soon or now at fright-rags.com. Steve and Crypto Show listeners get 10% off when they use code SteveCrypto10, one word, SteveCrypto10 at checkout. Yeah, so, do it. 
do it. You get know, you some stuff. We have plenty of listeners out there. We're not, you're not all in Seattle area, but if you are in the Seattle area and you're listening, or if you're just traveling to Crypticon this weekend, go get you some Fright Rags gear. Maybe put that special rush delivery on it. And if you're lucky, you might get it in time to sport it at Crypticon. Go get your picture with David Naughton wearing your, your werewolf gear. They might not get it in time, but, eh. but get it anyways. If, and if, if you're you have- a fan, you probably already have something in your closet you could wear at an event like that. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I, you know, I think I think they're carrying some Fright Rag stuff at the Spirit Halloween stores now. Really? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think I might have seen something about that. But um, well, I know I got my Fright Rags Evil Dead shirt, the 40th anniversary shirt, and it's one of my favorite shirts that I own. I don't wear too many long sleeve shirts, but I wear that one. And uh, so, if you're a fan of Evil Dead, go check that collection out. They have. Uh, Oh, what is it? Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They have some great gear for them. I mean, you're you're gonna find something at Fright Racks. And don't forget, use the discount code Steve Crypto Ten at checkout and get you some money off. Um, so yeah, Crypticon this weekend. But right now, we're gonna share our little conversation with Felissa Rose, who is one of the featured guests at Crypticon. She came on and told us about some projects she's working on now and, and and about her excitement for attending these kind of conventions and how excited she is to come to Seattle. So check that out. Greetings. It is I, Lilith Von Bloodworth from Mondo Creepy. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Hey, we are on the Steve and Crypto Show with a special guest and I should mention that uh, Crypto is not with us today. He's on a little road trip for some family stuff. Um, but we have an awesome guest. She's an actress, a producer. Um, she's worked with everybody from... She's worked with everybody in the horror industry. She's worked with rock bands like Slayer and L.A. Guns. Like I love L.A. Guns. I love that, that whole 80s hair metal scene. That was my, that's my jam. But um, we have... Angela herself, Felissa Rose. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I so appreciate it. I appreciate you and your time. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We definitely appreciate you being here too. We're going to, uh, we want to hear about some of the new stuff you're working on. And uh, <laughs> let's talk about Crypticon. It's a couple weeks away. So we're two or three weeks away. So we'll hype that a little bit. But first, um, Anybody followed you on social media? We see a ton about your uh, new project you're working on called the events surrounding a peeping Tom. Let's tell us all about it. Oh, so the events surrounding a peeping Tom is brought together by a group who I worked with previously um, over the winter with Time's Up. So the film Time's Up was shot in Maine and it stars Damien Maffei and Hannah Thierman and directed by my friend Elsie Holt and produced by Ryan James. And now we're working on a new project, like you said, the event surrounding a peeping Tom. And I'm super thrilled because I'm in love with the script, which is always the first and most important thing. You want to be passionate and excited by the page. And I love my character. I'm acting in this one. Time's up. I have a small cameo, but this I take on 
uh, a wildly uh, exciting role. And I cannot wait to get on set and really sink my teeth into this woman. She's exceptional. One of my most favorite characters I think I will actually have ever played. So that's thrilling. And I'm producing alongside Damon Maffei and uh, Ryan James and Hannah Fearman from VHS and Creepshow. She's directing. Uh, so we're really excited. We have a beautiful female cast. It's very female centric. Kay Kiddo and Kamara Cole, they're also from Time's Up. Um, and I just, I read the script, Damien brought it to me. And it was like one of those moments where you're like, whoa, this is something completely different. Something I ha hadn't read before, more of a psychological thriller. Uh, and it really just captured me, the characters, the story, the turn of events. So I know once we bring it to life, audiences will absolutely love it and be captivated by, again, the characters and the story. We are doing an Indiegogo, so we appreciate all of the love, the support, the sharing. Uh, I just, I love when everybody's involved. So there are a lot of amazing perks. I have new Sleepaway Camp perks up there. A lot of shout outs from Damien and Hannah and the cast. And we just, we love connecting with everyone else who loves the genre as we do. And we just appreciate your help. So thank you for, for just supporting us. Is there an... Uh an easy way to find the Indiegogo campaign? Absolutely. If you go to the uh, events surrounding a peeping Tom Instagram, which is just that uh, you can click on the link Facebook. It's all over our Facebook pages, our Instagram pages. Um, we're sharing it all the time. Twitter. Uh, we're just really excited about the project. And, you know, most times I'm completely in love with the films that I do, but this one is certainly exceptional. They're all like little children to me. I always say they're like having babies and you just watch them grow up and it's very exciting. So this group of people, especially, I really, really love and enjoy working with. So um, anything you can do, even as I said, just sharing it really helps get the word out there. Can you uh, tell us a little a little bit about this, the story in the movie? <laughs> Yes, so Damien Maffei plays um, the Peeping Tom, and he's sort of, you know, a person who we don't know. He's, he's like an anti-hero. Is he a good guy, a bad guy? We're not quite sure. I don't want to give too much away, right. but he certainly has this voyeur, voyeuristic kind of pattern in his life where he sees these women. But what's really happening is... He's seeing doctors. Are the doctors helping? Are they friend? Are they foe? So as I said, the events unravel and we find out the story and the rabbit hole that Tom, that Martin rather, that the peeping Tom sort of follows through in. And uh, the events are exciting. There's a lot of female characters. Maybe they turn into something crazy. Um, but Terry Kaiser has joined the cast. Um, he's very amazing. Uh, I just love him as a person. I love his acting. Uh, he's Bernie, Weekend at Bernie's. So we are thrilled to have him join us. And like I said, it's just a great group of people. We're very passionate and we can't wait to kind of bring the story to light. Awesome. Your, your enthusiasm got me excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be um, so fun. So yeah, go find the Indiegogo campaign for for the events surrounding a peeping tom. As always, I'll I'll definitely put a link up Aww, with the episode. Thank you. Um, thank what you. are uh, a couple other things? I know there's other stuff 
uh, yes. Sorority of the Damned. I think that's <gasps> just out or coming soon. Coming soon, Sorority of the Damned, which is thrilling. I saw it and I'm really, really happy with the film brought to you by Joe Davison and Roy Kinram, my two good friends. The, it's a, an exceptional cast. I can't wait to uh, to see it on the big screen. I just saw some of it and I'm I'm really like kind of chomping at the bit. I play a crazy witch. Um, and then we have Terrifier 2 coming out and I have a cameo in that. So I'm thrilled because I love the first one. Yeah, and the same good. group that brought Terrifier just did a film called Stream that I'm in. And I love Fuzz on the Lens and Damien Leone and David Howard Thornton. So that's another one to look out for. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot in the works and a lot coming out. So I couldn't be happier. It's, I don't see how you find time to sleep. It's like people <laughs> like, like me, we follow you on social media and it's like constantly working on something or another project or. Yeah, like I you- leave. I actually leave on Monday to do uh, to work on Z Dead End with Kane Hodder. He and I shoot all next week. So that's exciting. I can't yeah, when I think cool. of these movies, I get so incredibly excited that I think the endorphins keep my energy up and my myself awake and uh, just thrilled for the to keep going the next one. Nice. That's cool. Speaking of uh, Kane, you have the, the podcast yes Kane and Tiffany it's a fun show I've managed to catch a couple episodes and you guys have a good time with it how, how did that show come together to just um well I'm fortunate enough to work on the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs I oh, yeah. I uh, get to show up every now and again as he's a mangled dick expert now we see there's so many penises <laughs> in film I yeah. can't get over it there's always another call um, so that that was exciting. And the producer of that uh, show, Matt Mangerides, called me and said, hey, let's do something else that's fun. And we came up with this idea for a podcast. And Tiffany came up with the amazing name Casualty Friday. And it's just like three friends, one topic. Let's shoot the shit. And we just love hanging out together on those on those podcasts so we'll be doing them live now from some conventions and um, that will be exciting to have an audience in front of us asking questions and being involved definitely exciting something i would like to do someday but i'm like terrified in front of speaking in front of an audience <gasps> and stuff so it's like i don't know oh yeah once i feel better about it's so easy it's like you know yeah. it's like being at conventions and you're with a whole big group of friends and family yeah what did they say? Like a picture of the audience naked or something? I don't know. Yes, yes. I know when I tell my kids when they have a speech due at school, it's like, just picture the audience naked and you'll lose all of your nervousness and kind of just laugh. And just laugh through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's fun. Um, that you brought up conventions. That's a good uh, segue into talking about we have Crypticon coming up on the end yeah. of... August, August, August. I can't yeah. even think of the month. 27, 28, 29. <laughs> yes, Seattle. Um, exciting. I know you've been here a few times already. For, for I think for I was two. only there once, which is so interesting because I brought my son and I think he was about six months old and he turns 12 the weekend of Crypticon on August yeah. 29th. So I will be there on Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th. And then I leave the night of the 28th so I could come home and spend the whole day of the 29th with my baby boy. 
Oh, your baby boy. Yeah. You said you said he's twenty now. No, he's twelve. Twelve. Well, when I get twenty, yeah. She's like, slow uh, down now. Don't be making. Don't like be aging 20, me now. You know, yeah. they, they grow up so quick. He might as well be twenty. Yeah, he's twelve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they think they're they're uh, oh, older, don't they? <laughs> uh, boom. But conventions, I, I do conventions, love conventions. Yeah. 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 I, we see um your your interactions with fans and and everything you kind of uh you have uh, you have a way like like we mentioned before we started there there's some like big conventions really big names will will come and just kind of make you feel like you're just a number you're just part of their gig uh. just sign and move along but you you're like make people everybody that meets you feels like they're seeing an old friend you know it's like you just thank you I really really appreciate that you know I um I was telling you earlier prior to um doing the podcast that I'd sooner not do the conventions if it felt like it was just by rote like oh come to my table sign an autograph next next I mean for me it's 100 percent about uh, connection, meeting people. I love people and I love the genre and I love travel. So put those three things together. I get to go to these amazing places. Like I was last week and I was in Brownsville, Texas and oh my goodness, I went to San Padre Island and I ate, you know, the local cuisine. And I often do that. I'll leave the hotel and go check out all of the different sites that are something special to the local a scene or music or whatever's happening um, so I can enjoy everyone and everything that's going on in the surrounding area. But for me, it's about really just talking to people because I feel like not to get sort of somber and or anything, but, you know, um, at the end of the day, we just have each other and the relationships that we build. And I kind of feel like how someone makes you feel or the stories that we tell each other are the memories that last forever. So I really appreciate making relationships. I've made most of my best friends from conventions, whether it's my managers or people I've met or other actors, directors, writers, producers from conventions. I met Adam Green there. I met my best friend, Austin, who just came to my table because he enjoyed sleep boy camp. So many people. And I love it. It I always say I leave conventions with my heart completely filled with just total happiness. You um mentioned Sleepaway Camp. Um, of course, you've probably been asked a million questions about it, but is it crazy? Like I've seen you post pictures of fans coming up dressed like Angela and like young fans, like new, yeah. like generations. Like how how crazy, how like touching is that? to have some young child come up dressed as his character from how many years ago now? <laughs> Almost 40 years yeah. ago. Wow. It is so amazing. It's emotionally intense for me because I do look at Sleep Boy Camp as um, something that I hold so dear. It was something I did as a kid. 
it, I always say it gave me a life. I met my husband because of the movie. I, I'm in it, working within this genre with so many amazing people because of the film. So I take it very, very seriously. And I'm so grateful. And it's such an honor. So when I see a young person who's discovered it because of maybe James A. Janice from Dead Meat, you know, the Kill Count show, or because of Joe Bob Briggs having it on The Last Drive-In, um, and I owe it all to them because they've put a spotlight back on this film that was made in 82. I'm just amazed by it. When I see young kids come over uh, last weekend, they, there were twin girls, um, Olivia and Penny, and they were wearing a Judy shirt and an Angela Camp Rec t-shirt. And it just like, it's in that moment, mind blowing and, and just beautiful. And I'm, really touched. I get so emotional. And I know everybody comes to my table and I, they tell me the story about how they may have first seen the film or what it's meant to them. And I'm just brought to tears because I don't know, I'm a really sensitive person and I find it to be an honor. If, if that was something that was a part of your life, thank you. You know, it's definitely a good feeling to know that you did have some like a positive effect on another person whether it be a stranger or a friend yeah exactly and it doesn't matter whether it's a you know a movie from the 80s or a you gave your sweater to somebody who was cold on the street like those are the moments in your life that you will cherish and think about for always you can never price on that you can never take that away that moment of just connection between you and someone else it's the most extraordinary feeling in the world so, so um again with sleepaway camp have you done any uh like been at like a screening or something and uh watching it with the audience do you like watch the audience for the big reveal <laughs> moment and then kind of pinpoint on a certain audience member to see their reaction or <laughs> I love going to screenings. I've been doing a lot of screenings lately. I went to Columbus, Ohio, where they, it was received so well. I loved everyone there. Um, the Texas Theater. Um, I'm going to be going to Oklahoma City with it probably in December. I've been to Denver. So many beautiful, amazing places um, around you know this nation of ours. Um, hopefully the world, because I'm going to Germany and England soon. But with the screenings, they're particularly fun because... Um, I do sit in the audience and I do, I almost give my own little commentary, but I do watch their reaction, whether it's to Judy kissing Paul or, or the cook in the pantry or, you know, the, the throwing of the water balloons or, you know, anything, Ronnie bodybuilding, you know, and it's so fun because I always say it's a fun movie. Like it's, it's got the cheesy factor. It's got the eighties. It's, it's silly. We all talk like this, like all, you know, New York. Um, there's a lot of stuff in there. And it's it's a vulnerable film. It's a film about a child being so, you know, really bullied, which is, uh, you know, a topic that we all relate to today. Um, so I think it's it's really fun to attend the screenings and certainly hang out afterwards and talk to everybody. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's cool. Um... You did mention checking out the, the towns you're going to be in and, yes. you know, check out the scene. Do you have anything exciting planned for Seattle? 
Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I love Seattle. And like I said, I love Crypticon. I love Steve. I had the best time. The last time I was there, I met Ernie Hudson and Heather Langenkamp was there and they had the Barbie hearse. And I took pictures in that Barbie hearse and it was so memorable. I hope to do that again. I just want to hang out with everybody. It has an incredible guest list. Um, you know, Lisa Wilcox and Joe Bob Briggs. I mean, a lot of my friends, um, Billy Zane, who I did a movie with. So it's certainly going to be uh, incredibly fun. I love fun. I love to yeah. party. I love to, you know, just be with everybody. That's all this is. It's about yeah. having fun. It's definitely a good time. It's one of my favorite shows to go to. I go to a ton of conventions. I think Crypticon is my my favorite. It's just just, just my people. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, we'll have to have a drink together. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink. We do coffee. How about coffee? We'll do coffee. We'll do any kind of drink. We'll do juice. We'll do soda. Juice, we'll do yeah. Bring yeah. some, bring some uh, Capri Good Suns. Good for you that you don't drink. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of had to... Uh, put a squash on that stuff no that's good that's so healthy i actually um i do like my vodka soda waters when i get Mm. to conventions but when i'm home i don't drink so um i take that time to get healthy and like i run on the treadmill and i hang with the kids i walk a lot i try to eat healthy and because i know when i go away it's all gonna it's out the window (laughs) yeah yeah it's out the window (laughs) man that's funny um so what um you bring anything interesting or exciting or any new photos that the merch I'll bring the merch yeah to each well i'll definitely bring sleepaway camp blu-rays um i certainly like to bring a new picture that hasn't been seen to each convention like whether it's the full frontal one um or the i've brought the scooby-doo one um there's a lot of different photos out there. Sometimes I'll bring Victor Crowley stuff or Camp Dread or uh, zombie killers, you know, whatever, whatever is kind of like, you know, in front of my face at the moment. I'll say, okay, let's do that. Right. Well, I think I've probably taken enough of your time. I know you got some big plans for your evening. And um, anything you you want to add? Tell everybody that don't know where you're at on social media so they can all follow you and say hi. And... Absolutely. I love Instagram. So I'm on Instagram, Felissa Rose 123. I love Twitter, Felissa underscore Rose. And on Facebook, I'm Felissa Rose Esposito Miller. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. We and a ex- lot of my conventions are on my website, FelissaRose.com. Yep, yep, and you can right check out all the conventions. Yeah, you list all your stuff and all your yes. current projects and yeah got links to the podcast everybody should check out because it's a fun show thank you um i thank you again we are excited to have you visit us in seattle and we're gonna have a blast and we're gonna have some juice yeah juice that's right <laughs> i can't wait thank you Th- so much thank you Hey, this is Dr. Gang Green. You're watching the Steve. No, you're not. You're listening to. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show right here on whatever network you're on. I don't know what you're on. Don't ask me. I can't see what you're doing, but keep listening and tune in next week for more cool content on the Steve and Crypto Show. Hey, thank you, Felissa Rose, for hanging out and telling us about your, your 
current projects and tell us how excited you are to be coming to Seattle for Crypticon. We're definitely excited to see you. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Um, also, uh, I know a lot of you won't be in Seattle, so hopefully you guys still enjoyed the episode. Um, and if you are a Felissa Rose fan, our friends at the Night of the Horrorfowl podcast actually did an episode this week about uh, Sleepaway Camp. So head over, check out our buddy Lee's show. It's awesome. Him and his wife, like he introduces his wife to like horror movies that she'd never seen. And they just banter and riff on them and just tell stories about him. Or he, he's like super knowledgeable. Like dude knows his shit about movies and he yeah. has like vast, vast knowledge about just movies in general, especially horror. Yeah. It's honestly one of my favorite podcasts to listen to when I'm on the road. Honestly, yes. I, I love it. And I, I like their chemistry. And, and as you said, just all the knowledge that Lee drops on you, you know, like there's so many movies that they'll talk about where I feel like I'm a fan. And then he mentions things that question my, my fandom, you know, I'm like, how did I not know that? But like <laughs> the dude knows his shit, but he don't get to, uh, he don't act like it's, a know-it-all and he's no, kind of, no. you know, he's kind of like goofy like us. So he's, he's dropping you know, he's really fun. humorous. He's dropping knowledge just for the fun of it, you know, and, and he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of us. So people like that, you know, if we're into something, we want to know more about it. We usually, you know, we want to know, we want to deep dive into the, the fandom and yeah. their show is great for that. Yes. Yeah, so it's the night of the horror file. Um, We've shared yeah. them a million times on, on social media, so you could find them. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're a great, yeah. they're a, a, a great podcast that that reps horror. I mean, they don't just talk about horror movies. Every now and then they'll they'll dive into some other genre, you know, for like a month or whatever. Yeah, um, I think they were talking about John Waters films for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do they do like prime. theme theme events. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Primarily it's horror, you know, and, uh, you know, so that's a fun way to, to, you know, kind of share your love of horror is listen to the night of the horror file. Another fun way to express your love of horror is checking out fright-rags.com and you can use the code Steve crypto 10, Steve crypto one zero gets you a little discount over there. Um, You can also check out, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto and contribute to show us some love kick a couple bucks our way helps us sound better for you guys helps us uh, just make the show better as a whole so uh, thank you to everyone who has contributed so far thank you to future contributors we love you guys yes thank you all thanks again Felissa Rose for hanging out and we have been the Steve and Crypto show See you at Crypticon. Yeah.